You know, my whistle is really shrill. It's probably very annoying to listen to. But when I was young, I really liked it. Well, when I was young, I really liked most everything about myself. It's uh, it's amazing how much you learn as you get older about how, uh, well, as C.S. Lewis says in The Horse and His Boy, you know, so long as you realize you're nobody special, you'll be a decent horse. Uh, of course, that was someone talking to a horse, not to a person. But the uh, the principle's the same thing, you know. Uh, anyway, uh, ask your parents about that one. Um, hello, this is Nobody. I'm happy to be back with you today. I'm not going to tell you the date, uh, because I don't know what it is. But uh, we're going to be sharing a story with you today. Uh, but first, I have a, a little bit of news. And the news is that I... Uh, I really miss my family. I'm kind of far away from a lot of them. I should go visit. Yeah, I think I'll do that. Alright, on to the story. This story is about a little boy, and his name was Carter. Hi, my name is Carter. I'm a little boy. I'm six years old. My birthday is November 13th. I'm six years old. Did I mention that my name is Carter? And Carter lived in Renfro, Connecticut. I live in a town called Renfro, Connecticut. I live on 73rd Lane. And I live on the second story of a, an apartment building. And I live there with my mom and my dad. And I live there with my big brother, Jonathan, and my other big brother, Jerry, and my little sister, Camelia. And my other little sister, uh, oh, what was her name? Anna, uh, Anna, yeah, that was it, Anna. (laughs) She's pretty new. She's only five days old. Anyway, Carter lived there with his, with his family in apartment 221 in, on, uh, on 76th Street in Renfro, Connecticut. Carter was just six years old, you know, and so he, uh, you know, he didn't get out of the house a whole lot. But one day Jonathan came in, and he uh, he had a big bulge in his pocket, and he he pulled out of his pocket a big wad of bills. Whoa, Jonathan, where'd you get all that money? I've been working. I was out Mr. Carter's orchard picking apples. Oh man. I wish I could go to Mr. Carter's orchard and pick apples and make a lot of money. And I could buy candy and stuff. You can't, silly. You're only six years old. You gotta be big and strong and old like me. I'm 12. I can do all that sort of stuff. You can't. Oh, I wish I could. Carter was very discouraged. He wanted to make money so he could buy some candy. He liked Kit Kats especially, and Snickers, and Butterfingers, but especially Kit Kats. But he didn't have any money. There just wasn't much chance for him to earn any. He hadn't lost a tooth in quite a while. So he he walked out of the apartment into the hallway, slammed the door behind him. Dum, 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 dum. 
His sound made hollow noises as it pounded on the hardwood floor. Or, the sound of his feet made hollow noises. <laughs> thump, thump, thump. And then he stopped. He saw something on the floor. It was a penny. It's just a little penny. One penny. Abraham Lincoln's head is on it. It's not his real head. <sighs> well, it's better than nothing. He picked up the penny. And he stuck it in his pocket. And then he got an idea. Hey, if there's a penny on this floor, there might be some pennies on some of the other floors. So, quickly, Carter ran up the stairs. Wait. He stopped. If there's pennies on the floors, in all the hallways, on this big apartment building, there might be some on the stairs too. So he looked on the stairs, and he looked in all the hallways, and eventually he found 15 different pennies, and 5 nickels, and 7 dimes, and 3 quarters. And uh, I can't immediately tell you how much that was. Let's see, that's 3 quarters, that's 20 to 75 cents, uh, 7 dimes... Uh, 70 cents, so 145 cents, and then, uh, well, how many dimes was it? Uh, five dimes? Uh, 25 cents, and uh, 170 cents. It was about $1.85, cents, more or less. And uh, he thought, hey, that's, hey, that's a pretty good start. And then he got an even better idea. I know, downstairs in the laundry room, I'll bet you they've got more money down there. So he ran all the way downstairs to where there was a washer and dryer down in the bottom of the apartment building. Because in this apartment building, people didn't have their own washer and dryer. They had to use the same one. And so he went down there, and it was down where the heater was. So that room was really warm, even in the winter. And it was winter right now. So he opened the door. And the heater was pumping away. It was a big old furnace, and it made funny noises, and sometimes it rattled. He was a little bit scared of it, but he poked all around on the floor, and he looked under the heater, and under the washer, and under the dryer, and he found a few more coins, including a gold dollar. Oh man, I've got so much money now, this is amazing! I'm going to go outside and look for more money there, too. So he ran upstairs, and he ran outside, out in the snow. And he started to look around in the snow and see if he could find any money. Eh, it was a little harder going than it had been inside. There wasn't a whole lot of money there at all. In fact, there wasn't any. Or if there was, it was all covered up by the snow. I don't see any money out here. Uh, I guess I'll go back inside. He went back inside and counted up his money. He had two dollars and five cents. Uh, well, hang on. Uh, it's three dollars and five cents. Yeah. Well, that should buy me some candy for sure. But I'm gonna keep my eye out for more money, cause I'd like to buy more than just a little bit of candy. I want to buy a lot of candy. 
And if I make up enough money, I want to buy myself a bike. His voice has changed, I've noticed. Uh, let's get back to the old voice. If I make enough money, I'm going to buy myself a bike. He had seen the bikes that his friends had, and he really wanted one of his own, but his family was pretty poor. And so he didn't have his own bike. He had to share one with the other boys, and it was too big for him. So the next day, his mom was like, Come along, Carter. You want to go to the store with me? Yeah, Ma, let's go to the store. Okay, come on. They hopped in the Buick and drove down to the store. And as they went to the store, uh, Johnny, that's the old brother, uh, Carter kept his eyes peeled outside to see if he could see any money along the road. Mm, Mom, stop, stop. I'm sure I saw a quarter back there. Carter, what? I saw a quarter alongside the road. We need to stop and get it. Uh, Carter, we don't have time to stop and get quarters. But it's a whole quarter, Mom. You know what you can buy with a quarter? Yes, I do, son. It's not as much money as you think. Oh, come on, Mom. Don't argue with me, son. When you get to the store, we can look around on the floor, and if you find money there, you can keep it, okay? Okay. So they finally got to the store. They went inside. It was a big supermarket. And I don't know what kind of supermarkets they have in Connecticut uh, these days, so I won't won't tell you what, what the name of the store was. But they started walking around, and the, both the girls had come with them too, uh, <clears throat> Anna and uh, Camelia. So as Carter's mom was going around shopping, getting broccoli and um, Brussels sprouts and carrots and peppers, and she spent a lot of time in the vegetables section, then uh, eventually Carter wandered away a little bit and started to look for money. And he found a, a couple pennies in between some of the bulks uh, section tubs of flour and rice and things. And he found a, a nickel on one of the <clears throat> shelves on one of the aisles. Wasn't sure how it got there. Watch mine now. And then he turned down the aisle that had all the, um, the breakfast cereal and things like that. And he saw... Something big. Oh, I can't believe I just saw that. Oh, I gotta get it. And so he ran down the aisle and he picked it up. It's a wallet. Oh my goodness. He opened it up and he looked inside. It was full of money. He counted it up. He was really good at counting. One, two, ten, fifty, seventy, ninety, hundred. Forty, and he counted and counted. It was over three hundred dollars in that one wallet, and there was a debit card and a credit card and a driver's license and a few other things like that. Uh, Dutch Bros, no, wouldn't have been Dutch Bros. Some kind of Dunkin' Donuts rewards card and some other things. He was so excited, but he mostly just was excited about the money. I know I can buy a bike now. This is so amazing. I better go tell mom. But as he started to go back to tell mom, he eventually slowed down because a thought started to work in his mind. If you tell mom, she'll make you give it away. But wait a second, she told me that I could keep any money I found lying on the ground. 
Well, she did probably didn't mean a full wallet, though, did she? Well, probably not. But she did say it. Carter stood and wrestled with his thoughts and his conscience. Because his conscience was sort of stabbing him. It was poking him. He knew what the right thing to do was. A conscience is something that God gives everyone. It's innate. That means it's inside of you even when you're born. And and it starts to show itself. Even when you're a little boy or a girl. little girl. And it was telling him that he knew he should return all the money to whomever the owner was. And he knew who the owner was because the guy's um, driver's license was in there. His name was Tom Stewart. He had a big mustache and he was bald. He didn't know Tom Stewart, but he knew they could find him and get the wallet back to him if they wanted to. But I want to keep this money. Mom said I could. No one would know. So Carter reached in, and he pulled out all the money except for one $5 bill, and stuck it in his pocket. And then he went running to Mom. Mom, Mom, I found this wallet! <gasps> Honey, you found a wallet? We'd better turn it into the cashier. They'll get it to the owner. Okay. So they turned it into the cashier, and they went home. And that night... Carter counted up his money. 120, 140, 160, 180. Wow, so much money. $305. $305. And as he went to sleep, he was daydreaming about the beautiful bike that he was going to buy the next day. It was going to be blue and it was going to have stripes on it and he was going to put one of those squashed pop cans on the back to make the tire make a sound like it was a big old monster truck. And I'm realizing that we're running out of time and really don't have time to finish this story about Carter. I haven't done a two-parter in a long time but I think this one's worthy of it so... If you want to hear what happened with Carter, then you better come back later.